0: No Gray Zone podcast is a frank and honest conversation on topics related to sexual abuse, harassment, child exploitation, and domestic and workplace violence. The opinions are our own, based on years of experience as special victims prosecutors. Any study, book, or product we mention is based on our own review and are not sponsored. Links and titles can be found in the podcast notes. You can also learn more at rightresponseconsulting.com. Listener discretion is advised. I'm just good at caring to my
1: Welcome back. I'm Katherine Marsh. And I'm Melissa Hotmeyer. And this is No Gray Zone Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about human trafficking,
0: specifically sex trafficking.
1: You know, when most of us think of sex trafficking, we think of the movie Taken or similar stories where individuals are kidnapped, drugged and forced into trafficking. But the reality is, is that the most common way a person is trafficked is through a family member or close friend. People, kids can be even trafficked out of their own bedrooms.
0: And this happens a lot more often than you think. The average age to enter into sexual trafficking is 12. And the average age group for sex trafficking is 12 to 14. So we're talking middle schoolers.
1: And on an international level, it's estimated that between 2 and 4 million people are trafficked every year, with half or 50% of them being children. UNICEF puts the number of annually trafficked children at about 2 million. And when we look at just the U.S., an estimated 300,000 Americans under the age of 18 are being exploited in the commercial sex industry annually, uh, and they're commonly forced to meet quotas of about $500 to $1,000 a night, a night. I
0: I can't even imagine that. And consider just for underage girls, 76% of those transactions start on the internet. There are over 100,000 escort ads posted every day in the United States. Human trafficking has already surpassed the sale of illegal arms. They believe it's going to surpass the sale of illegal drugs within the next few years. And consider the fact that drugs are used once and they're gone. But victims of trafficking can be used over and over and over again.
1: I mean, that's why it's a $33 billion a year industry. Human trafficking is on the rise in And is in all 50 states. And despite how sex trafficking
0: is depicted in the movies, brothels and massage parlors are not the most common places a person is trafficked. Hotels and on the streets are number one and two, but they're followed right behind by online and in people's homes.
1: Yeah, and so we have to talk about, you know, how individuals are recruited into sex trafficking. And what that comes down to is that they're recruited in their own neighborhoods and in their own schools. That accounts for about 53.5% of recruitment locations, which is an extraordinary number, which is why, you know, in this last series, we've spent so much time on child sexual exploitation and how to talk to your kids. Traffickers are intelligent.
0: They're looking at this from a business model and how to recruit the most vulnerable workforce. They look for people they can convince to join them, often without the young person even having any idea what they're walking into. Particular victim vulnerabilities that traffickers look for can include young people who are chronic runaways, have multiple delinquent charges, might be homeless, or have been victims of prior sexual or physical abuse. They look for victims who have a substance abuse history or just some significant trauma in their past.
1: You're right, Catherine. That's absolutely true. And we know from our own experiences prosecuting these cases that traffickers are master manipulators and they'll gaslight their victims. I and mean, we have so many examples, but you know, the one that really sticks out to me is we had a trafficker who was keeping a victim's young son hostage and he would when she didn't come home with enough money tell tell our victim that that's the reason why her son wasn't able to eat and we know that that you know wasn't true it was because he was denying the child food but it it forced the it forced the victim back into the street back into being trafficked you know these traffickers act like they're omnipotent they monopolize the victim's time and energy and they indulge in their victims They keep victims trapped through threats of violence, acts of violence, economic abuse, and even sometimes drug addiction. Uh, One trafficker even described trafficking as the best job they ever had. Safer selling women than drugs. They go out and they come back and they give it to me. I'm not on the street. I'm in my house and my girls will always deny my involvement. And that is
0: often the case outside of manipulation, there's also a trauma bond that is formed between the victim and the trafficker. And this trauma bond is reinforced through rewards and punishments, which make human trafficking investigations extremely difficult. And in our next episode, we'll talk specifically about trafficking investigations.
1: Yeah. I mean, the heartbreaking reality of sex trafficking is that the average length of working in the sex trade is seven years. And some of the most common ways that we've seen uh, victims leave is through murder, HIV and AIDS or some other, you know, transmitted disease. Uh, And a victim of trafficking has an 83% chance of being assaulted with a weapon, a 68% chance of being raped, and on average yearly has about 868 partners.
0: It's not exactly the job that all little boys and girls dream of when they're growing up so what can we do like with most things we need to talk about it and it begins with education and just being willing to have the conversation check in with the kids in your family or friend circle especially
1: those that are in that target recruitment age of 12 to 14. yeah we really just need to make sure these kids and their parents know the risks there are some great documentaries to check out in plain sight uh, path of path appears and sex trafficking in america these documentaries follow uh, victims and young girls who explain how they got into trafficking. Uh, there is also the Lifeboat Act game mm-hmm. app that is designed to walk families and kids through recruiting behaviors and signs of trafficking. And those are all good tools to help start a conversation.
0: And the other thing you can do is just educate yourself on the signs and symptoms of trafficking. Some of the things that to look for include Minors under the age of 18 who are trying to trade sex for money, food, or shelter. We get tips all the time about young kids who are at gas stations or on the corners offering to trade sex acts for just $10, $20, you know, just trying to make that quota. If you observe adults who are traveling with or entering hotel rooms with young girls or boys that don't appear to be related, you see a young person who is showing up often with unexplained expensive items. They're engaging in late-night activities, they have multiple cell phones, they're wearing provocative clothing for their age and their location, or branding tattoos, just to name a few. And we'll put a couple pictures of branding tattoos in the notes.
1: Yeah. And so really what it comes down to is if you see something, say something. We have task force all around the country um, in most locations, and you can also report your concerns to the local police departments. There's also some apps that you can use if you want to be anonymous, like Red Light, Traffic, or the Stop app.
0: And one of my favorite apps is Traffic Cam, because this is something all of us can do. It's as simple as when you travel, take a picture of your hotel room. This picture is uploaded into a hotel database that's used by law enforcement to help identify the locations of victims seen in photographs on online ads.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great opportunity for all of us to be able to help law enforcement and help trafficking victims be identified. Well, that's all the time we have. So if you like our podcast, please subscribe and follow us on social media. No Gray Zone RRC on Instagram or Twitter and no Gray Zone on Facebook.
0: And tune in next week where we focus on investigating and prosecuting a human trafficking case. There are no excuses when it comes to sexual assault or not having the right response when it comes to sexual harassment. This has been a No Gray Zone podcast. I'm just good at caring too much. I'm just good at caring too much.